everyone. Welcome to the Psychology of Dating podcast. My name is Nadine Newkirk and I'm a clinical psychologist and dating coach. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about loving kindness in dating. Before we get into that, um, you might notice that this is a fairly new podcast and to get higher visibility, if you would take a few seconds to rate the podcast or write a review, that would be super helpful. I'd really appreciate any feedback. And the more ratings there are, the higher the visibility on the podcast sites, um, which means that we can spread the dating knowledge. And who knows, maybe it will come back around. Maybe whoever you're going to date in the future will be listening to this and they'll be a little bit more effective. Um, so yeah, let's spread it around. Okay, so I want to talk about the concept of loving kindness in dating. In dating, it can be up and down. And, you know, I think most people would have experienced the sometimes highs where you feel nervous, excited for a date or hopeful with someone you're seeing. And then also the lows of your stomach dropping when you realize, mm, I think they're pulling back or maybe they're not as interested or maybe I haven't been interested in the last five people and I'm wondering what's going on. And you can start to feel disheartened or you can start to feel, yeah, like there's no one out there for me or maybe built up resentments over time of feeling jaded, someone that ghosted you or someone that's ended a relationship unfairly. And over time we can start to carry this baggage it's like you've got a dating-specific suitcase and the more we go into the dates, the more we can pack some things in there. And it means that sometimes when we go into a date, even though it's a fresh new scenario, fresh new person that you're meeting, we can take this heavy suitcase in with us and it can make it all the more harder to go in with an open mind, non-judgmentally. It can also mean that you know, things that might not have hurt as much three years ago are starting to hurt more, even though it's the same situation because we've got that extra baggage with us when we're going in. And if we think about the best headspace to be in when going into dating to not have these biases or feel really heavy or laden down with these past experiences, it would be really helpful to go in with our nervous systems feeling more calm, more open-minded, when we're feeling stressed or anxious or maybe a bit irritable or resentful, we might be releasing stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline. We might be feeling a bit flat or apathetic. And this can cloud how we see situations. You know, even if I love yoga, if I'm going on a day where maybe I've felt really anxious all day about you know, something at work or something on the weekend, I could be going into that experience and kind of clouding it that suddenly I've got all these worst case thoughts, that the cortisol is making me feel tense or sick in the stomach, and I might not be able to enjoy or appreciate the yoga class as much. And it's the same with going on dates, that if we can get our nervous system in the most calm, kind of neutral restorative space, it means that we can see the dates as they are. And it doesn't mean that we're going to absolutely love everyone. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to like every single behavior or actions or things that people say. However, it could make us a little bit more resilient to 
not be as hurt or affected, or it could mean that we can more clearly notice if there is someone who's a good match because we're not clouded by these other thoughts or feelings from the past. So how do we get our nervous system into a calmer state? Ideally, we'd be wanting to release oxytocin, which um, can be known as the cuddle hormone or kind of happy hormone. It's released when we feel safe and calm with other human beings and helps us feel connected. And one way to get into this is through certain types of meditations. And the one I want to go through today is called a loving kindness meditation. It originates from Buddhist traditions. And the first time that I learned this, it was my very first meditation retreat. Um, It was like a full weekend away, Friday to Sunday, by this lake house. It was quite beautiful. There was like all these beautiful fields with yellow blooming flowers driving on the way there. And I was actually really, really scared and nervous before this retreat because I hadn't really meditated. I'd heard a lot about it. I'd been curious. I'd thought, oh, you know, if I could be good at it, then maybe it could benefit. But I'd really only tried to practice like a five-minute or ten-minute one, and I was scared of what my mind might do. I was like, I don't really know what I thought would happen, but it just seemed really scary. Like maybe it'll be racing, or maybe I'll notice all these negative thoughts, or maybe it won't work for me. And I was surprised when I got there. The We learned two types of meditations. One was uh, mindfulness of breath, and the other one was this loving kindness. And the idea behind it is that when we wish others happiness, that actually has two benefits. One, it can positively influence and affect people around us. You know, then, you know, the more that I wish people happiness, like if I walk on the bus and I smile at the bus driver or you know, I let someone have a seat, you know, that can benefit them. They might notice this smile that puts them in more of a positive mindset and kind of this trickle effect, like the butterfly effect. And also when we wish others happiness, this is a powerful way for us to feel happiness. And what I really liked about this meditation as it was pitched to me, test it out yourself. Don't just blindly believe it. See with your own mind what happens if we're judging people, if we're judging situations or ourselves, having critical thoughts about ourselves or others, how do you feel? And if you're truly wishing genuine happiness, peace, health for others, what happens in your body? What type of sensations or feelings or follow-on thoughts come after that? So, Today I want to guide us through a loving-kindness meditation and I'll briefly describe how the stages are before we get into it. The first step is to wish loving-kindness happiness towards yourself. And to do this, we can cultivate and think about experiences in the past that might have been joyful. We can make up you know, experiences that might happen in the future And if it's really hard to access these feelings at the moment, it could be bringing compassion. 
bring kindness to whatever pain or hurt you're experiencing. So it might look like wishing yourself health in the future or wishing yourself that you get that amazing dream job or that you live by the beachside in a beautiful house. It could be thinking of memories of a pet, of a holiday, of times where you felt really excited or travelled, whatever it might be. The second step, once we've thought of that, is to notice when you bring up those thoughts, those memories, those images, notice what you feel in your body. So we're bringing that curious awareness to feelings around your heart, around your torso, the rest of your body. Then moving on to wishing happiness, loving kindness to someone that's close to you, someone where it comes more intuitively. So this could be family, friend, pet. It doesn't matter who. It's more about the feeling you get when you think of that person. And again, we can be as creative as we like. We can, it doesn't have to be realistic. You can imagine the most beautiful, wonderful life for them and wish that for them. Then the next two can be a little bit more challenging. So we know that it might be more easy to wish happiness to people close to us. But we also know that we will still get that positive benefits if we can wish genuine kindness towards people where maybe it's a challenging relationship. So the third person is someone who's an acquaintance or maybe, you know, you don't know that well. Maybe you've just seen them a few times, like the bus driver that occasionally drives you to work or that colleague who you've seen in the kitchen but you don't know much about them. And this one can be harder just because we don't know much about them so maybe we don't have as much strong feelings attached to them. So it might be a bit more neutral and I might get distracted more easily. And also this is a perfect practice ground to wish that kindness. And the last stage is to think about someone where maybe there's a bit of a challenging relationship. And if we're thinking about dating scenarios, this could be, you know, where we've been hurt in the past, like a breakup or, you know, they ghosted us. Don't pick the person that's 10 out of 10 painful. You know, start with a lower level one to make it a little bit easier. And if it's too hard to kind of wish a really joyful life and think of all those things for this person, you might at least think, I wish that they realize the hurt they've caused and they learn from this. And maybe they then start to be more compassionate or spread you know, joy or kindness to other people. And after this, then we'll bring to mind all these four people at once, wishing kindness, and then you can bring anyone else you want in. And yeah, the whole time we're doing this, we're checking out and testing how am I feeling in my body as I'm doing this. We're consciously creating certain types of thoughts, memories, emotions, and like a scientist, testing out cause and effect. When I think this, how do I feel? If I thought more critical, judgmental thoughts, how do I feel? Okay, so I'll start the meditation. Find yourself in a comfortable position, whether it's seated or lying down. And your choice, what feels most helpful if you would like to have your eyes open, lowered or closed.
making any last adjustments. So you can settle in for the next 10 minutes or so. And we'll start by slowly coming into the moment using the five senses. Notice where your body is sitting in space, connected with any furniture. You might notice the temperature of the air around you. Noises in your surroundings. And noticing what you're feeling inside. Any sensations. Might be a state, hungry, tired, energized. You might notice certain sensations, tingling, certain temperatures. And we'll start with the first stage of loving kindness. Cultivating this for yourself. So bring to mind memories of the past or things that you could be really excited for, whether it's for work or relationships you have, hobbies you enjoy. Bring to mind moments where you've truly felt sense of contentment, joy, happiness. And really visualize that, bring that memory to life. Notice what you see, remember what you felt. And you might say to yourself, I wish myself happiness. I wish myself peace. I wish myself health. I wish myself contentment. Any words that resonate, anything that would bring you a sense of loving kindness, sense of joy. That compassion for yourself as a human being, an alive human being on this planet going through all the ups and downs of life. And seeing if you can send even just for a few seconds a genuine wish for yourself to be happy in this lifetime. And as you do this, notice any feelings inside your body around your heart, your torso, Notice if you feel any heat or lightness. And then imagine things for yourself in the future. Those things that you really wish you could have. Imagine you've got that. Really visualize it. Bring it to mind. If it's a certain place, can you smell the scent of it? 
Can you hear the sounds in that surrounding if you were there? And as you visualize what you'd really love for yourself in the future, notice how you feel in your body. Taking a few slow out breaths. I wish myself happiness. I wish myself love. I wish myself peace. And now bring to mind someone who's close to you. Someone who intuitively when you think of them brings that joy or happiness feeling. And again, be as creative as you like. Visualize that they get the perfect future, whether it's career, social, health. Imagine what it would be like for that person. Imagine if they could feel that happiness feeling that you have felt, that you cultivated just now. Imagine that person could feel that. Wishing that that person feels that as opposed to pain or sorrow. Really send those well wishes to them. You might say to that person, any words that resonate, I wish you health, I wish you joy. I wish you adventure or peace. You might wish them a loving relationship or creativity and stability in their job. And now think about someone who you don't know too well. You have more neutral feelings when you think of them. It could be an acquaintance in a friendship circle or at work, someone you encountered at the shops, at the checkout, or driving an Uber or a bus. And let's see if we can pass on that peaceful, loving-kindness feeling towards them. Now, you don't know this person, so it might be harder to visualize their life. That's okay. Be creative. Make it up. Imagine this person, you know, reaches the peak of whatever career or interests them in life. Maybe they have a loving family, children, Maybe they travel the world or live a long, healthy life and spread joy to other people. Really imagine for this person and wish them that happiness. 
sending them those well wishes of health, joy, peace. Really imagine that they could feel those feelings in their body. How would that be for them? How would that change their life? And notice as you wish them that, how does that feel for you? What type of sensations do you get in your body, around your heart? And then the last person will bring to mind someone where there's a bit of a challenging relationship. Don't pick the hardest 10 out of 10, maybe a bit of a low level. And it might be challenging because naturally when there's a difficulty in a relationship, our mind will start to think of those judgments. Maybe it might feel satisfying or think it'll be better to get revenge. See if we can just practice something a little bit different now. Test it out. Test out and see how you feel. See if you can wish this person peace, happiness, health in their life. Or if anything, see if you could wish that they realize a mistake they've made or some hurt and that they can learn from that and that they won't pass this hurt on to anyone else anymore. See if you can wish this person any form of kindness, compassion. Even if it's just 5 or 10%. Notice how it feels when you do. And it might be natural for your mind to get caught up in the story or whatever troubles you have with them. That's normal, that's okay. Just guide your attention back to seeing if you can cultivate any form of kindness, peace. Use whatever words resonate for you. And now we'll bring all those four people into the same room, imagining yourself, wishing yourself happiness, bringing to mind the person who's close to you, visualizing them standing next to you, and the person, the acquaintance, and the person where it's a little bit challenging. See them all together, noticing the common thing of shared humanity, sharing this life together, seeing if you can wish a collective sense of peace, of love, of health.
and if you'd like to bring anyone else in now. Sometimes I like to zoom around the world in my imagination, picking up people in my city, friends or family, pets, maybe animals in a nearby nature park, and then anyone maybe that you've met who lives overseas or you met them overseas, or just generally a population city, maybe a country where you know that there's some suffering or pain, and see if you could send those thoughts, those feelings of wishing them some peace. Sending that loving kindness to living beings, humans, animals, nature, And as you do this checking in your body, noticing any sensations that you feel. Taking some last few breaths here. And we'll slowly come out the way we came in. So notice where your body is sitting or lying. You might feel your body connected with any parts of furniture. Notice the air around you, any smells, and anything you can hear far or near. And if your eyes were closed, gently blinking them open. Wishing you all a lovely day or night, wherever you are.